Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sheila Speaks. I'm Sheila James, your podcaster, and this podcast has been created to empower, educate, uplift, inspire, and really transform your life, like impact your life and the quality of your life and what matters to you. We have an extraordinary conversation that we're going to have today with Kristen Tracy. Now, Kristen, let me just tell you a little bit about her. She's an upcoming author, podcaster, and public speaker. We're going to get into her life. She suffered a stroke in her early 20s. She used conventional medicine just to its end. Then she discovered another way. She will be sharing her healing journey with the world, inspiring others to find what works for them, what works for you. She has two master's degrees in rehabilitation counseling and college student personnel. She's worked with students with disabilities and colleges and universities. She brings her advocacy to the disability community and the world. What an extraordinary human being. Welcome, Kristen. Welcome to Sheila Speaks. Thank you, Sheila. It's a pleasure and honor to be here. <laughs> You're moved already. I am. <laughs> you move by yourself and who you are and, and what you stand for and what you're creating for people. So let's just jump right in, Kristen. Tell us a little bit about your childhood, first of all, where you're from, and just a little about your childhood. Okay. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. I grew up in a very teeny tiny little town called Bath. And moved so half my childhood was in Bath, and the other half, half my childhood was in Bethlehem. And so, um, went to middle school and high school in Bethlehem, and then I went to Albright College. Wow! And then, what did you study in Albright College? Uh, psychology. Okay, good. I was psychology also in secondary education, and then at age twenty. Tell us about where you were and what happened when you suffered a stroke. Yeah, I was, I was 22. I was, I just turned uh, 22. Um, I was still in college. I was a senior and I had just returned from a trip to Hawaii. I spent three weeks studying the migration pattern of humpback whales in mm. Maui. Um, so triple of, of a lifetime. Um, and a month later, literally one month later, I was in the hospital. I had a really intense headache, worst I had ever had in my life. And the next thing I knew I was having a stroke. Wow. And did the doctors know what you know, preempted that, like why you had a stroke at that young age? They had no idea. And it, it was actually, it was really unusual. In mm. fact, I went to the hospital, they ran some tests and they sent me home with muscle relaxers. And they said, you know, here you're having a migraine, take these, you'll, they'll help you sleep. And, uh, and I went home and, and, and did that and, uh, and passed out. <laughs> wow. 
Thank you, muscle relaxers. Um, but they weren't looking for a stroke because I was so young. Mm. And uh, within an, a number of hours, and I went back to the hospital, and that was when they discovered the stroke. Wow. And then um, what was the, I know damage is, is not the word, what was the impact on you and your body, et cetera? Yeah. At, at first, they weren't expecting me to survive. Mm. Um, they, they actually told my parents to go and say their goodbyes because I wasn't, I wasn't going to survive the next five minutes. And um, then I, I lived. And um, when I initially woke up and I came out of the coma, um, I was paralyzed on the right-hand side. Um, I couldn't talk, eat, or swallow. They had to insert a feeding tube directly into my abdomen um, mm. so that I would get some nutrition. Um, and I, you know, I'd lost the ability to be mobile and to speak and was pretty much a vegetable. And they were, they, at that time, they predicted that that was the way I was going to be or that it was a possibility that I could be that way for the rest of my life. Well, I'm like all moved over here by that, just that. And, and t tell us, share with us your healing journey, your, your return, so to speak, to restoring your health. Yeah, your that initial three months um, after the stroke, I was in the uh, medical hospital, I was in the ICU. I eventually moved to a regular room and uh, once I was stable and then I was able to go to a rehabilitation hospital and I relearned how to walk and um, how to eating and talking came back to me naturally. Oh. Um, but I, I still had to do some exercises on swallowing liquids because they were afraid that I was going to choke on liquids. Um, so I had to, you know, practice swallowing with like big, thick milkshakes and then with like itty bitty like soup. Um, so very thick liquids, very th fine liquids. Um, but that, that's where I started. Um, you know, along the way, I, I relearned how to walk and and before this, Sheila, I was, I, I played field hockey and I was a runner. Mm. Um, and so when I had a doctor tell me I was never going to walk again, and I was like, that wasn't an option for me. And I was like, well, that's great that you think I'm never going to walk that's again. Right. I'm going to run a marathon. Just watch. <laughs> you had other plans. <laughs> wow I'm sorry that my plan doesn't fit with your plan and your plan I'm sorry just it's crap <laughs> I love it no, I, well, my plan I, is definitely better <laughs> yeah and then how old were you now on this healing journey back to you know doing the things you love to do um I so how old am I now 
Well, how old were you during this whole process that you were rehabilitating? How long did that take? Well, that's a better question. So um, that took about a year and a half. Mm. So I was initially in the hospital for about three months and um, I had already been accepted to graduate school. Um, so I was supposed to start in September, 2000. And instead I started graduate school in September, 2001. So it just prolonged the process just a little bit. That's amazing. I, you know, like, thank goodness I was already accepted because that mm-hmm. was, that was like the dangling carrot that kept me driving forward. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, I will get there. I'm going wow. to grad school and you can't stop me. And right. I'm going to put my head back together so that I can go to grad school because I already accepted Beautiful. And then you don't have just one master's degree. You have two master's degree, one in rehabilitation counseling and college student personnel. Yeah. Wow. Phenomenal. And then how old are you now, Kristen? I'm 44. God bless you. Wow. It's, it'll be 22 years in March that I, since I had the stroke. Unbelievable. So share with us. That's just unbelievable. Good for you. What a what an inspiring story and transformation. Uh, you work with students with disabilities in in colleges and university, and you bring that advocacy to the disability community in the world. So first, I want to commend you on that. I think that's just unbelievable. And share with us now what you're doing and what that, the impact that that's having in colleges and universities. Um, so it's, my work with college students has been really, really interesting and they're so grateful and, and I get where they're coming from. But, um, you know, when I went to graduate school that very first time in September, 2001, I didn't know that I needed help, mm. that I, I needed assistance and I, and I didn't know it. And I didn't know that there was anything out there for college students to help them. Mm. And um, so I discovered the disability office. Um, I actually, I took my very first test in graduate school and it was in a computer lab and everybody was typing away on the computers and banging on the keys. And I could, I could hear the drone of the typewriters and I was looking at my test. Now I'm disabled on the right side. So my right side doesn't work. Hmm. And I'm typing with one hand. I'm typing with my left hand and I'm and the thoughts, like I'm reading the questions, the thoughts are just coming and coming, like they're really fast, just coming. And I'm trying desperately to keep up and type with just one hand. And then after that, and I ended up with a terrible headache and, and everything besides, but after the test is over, my professor called me to her office and she said, Kristen, you got to see on that exam, if you want to stay in this program, that's unacceptable. Mm. And it's like, 
near tears. <laughs> right. <gasps> okay. Uh, 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 it was really hard to type with one hand and, you know, listen to Jerome with the typing and, and all that. And, um, and she was, she was unsympathetic, you know, and said, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, sure. My niece is just, is, um, what did she say? Her, she said, my niece is adopted and she uses that adoption excuse. And I was just, I was floored. Wow. Like, I'm sorry. Do you think that I'm using my disability as an excuse? And that was when she, she actually pointed me to just the disability office. And I discovered that not only could I take the exam by myself, I could have double time to take that exam so that I could type out everything that I needed to type out and answer those questions as thoroughly as I needed to answer them. Um, and it just, it was a game changer, Sheila. Oh. I ended up, you know, graduating because I had those accommodations. So when I meet with a student now, oh and they need accommodations and they can't take notes or they, they need extra time for their exams. Like I get it more so than the other person because I've been there myself. Yes. And I'll say to them, well, you know, so you're, you have this, it's this accommodation and that accommodation, but I'm wondering if you also need this other accommodation based on what else you've talked about. Mm. And um, I just, I found that just the students I work with are successful um, just because I'm able to listen to them and really, really understand I'm someone that they can come back to and talk to because I understand the struggles and the biases that they're dealing with. Mm. It's beautiful. So you're really able to impact and empower and educate and uplift their <laughs> lives. I mean, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it hits every, every point of your podcast. I love it. Yeah, it really does. And um, is there anything else you would like to share with us about who you are, what you're about and your journey? Yeah. Um, so after about 15 or so years of following uh, medicine and I, you know, going to doctors and taking prescription drugs, I, I plateaued mm. in, in my healing journey. I actually did uh, stem cell uh, treatment. I did that. It was experimental treatment. It was $9,000. Oh. And you said 90,000? 9,000. 9,000, okay. $9,000. And it worked for three months. Oh. And then after three months, they said, oh, well, you just need to do it again. Sorry, my bank account doesn't support that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Nice try. Try again. Um, <laughs> yeah. And 
uh, it was at that point that I became really uh, depressed and really upset and, mm -hmm. and just kind of, I was so angry at my disability. Like I, I, was, I remember like, like just being like careless, like I would, I would bump into a wall and like, kind of like bang my arm against it and be like, oh. I just, I just hate you. And why don't you work the way that you're supposed to work? And, and, um, I was just in, in a terrible space. Wow. Um, and then I discovered energy healing. I moved to Boston. I was living in Philadelphia and I moved to Boston uh, because I discovered energy healing. And I found that my healing skyrocketed. Wow. After 15 years of following every medical things that there was to follow and plateauing and not getting any better. Then I discovered that I could, I could not only get better. I could, I could actually heal and maybe it's possible to run a marathon. Wow. Tell us a little bit more about, first of all, have you run a marathon? Not yet. <laughs> you're working out. You told me you're in your workout clothes right now. <laughs> I am <laughs> amazing. I uh, <laughs> talk to us no. a little bit about uh, energy healing. What does that mean? You know, a lot of people. What does that mean? Yeah, um, energy healing. It 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 has a lot of like woo woo feel to it, um, and and that's that's what I'm trying to change. It has uh, a lot of what to it. It, it it's just a different kind of of healing modality that people haven't quite grasped a hold of yet mm -hmm. and so it all seems a little odd and a little strange got it um, but the, the healing modality that i found to be the most effective and have the mo the biggest impact is working with past lives. Hmm. So from what I understand is if you've had an injury or trauma uh, in one of your past lives, that it will manifest itself in your current life. Interesting. And so that energy needs to be cleared so that it can, you can move forward and and be healed of whatever it is that, that caused that. Wow. That's, and you said that's been the most helpful and or impactful for you. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then do you in fact recommend that kind of healing to other people like your students or constituents? Yeah. Um, you know, I've practiced other modalities as well, but, but, um, I, I refer students and, and friends and family, um, to, you know, my different various healing modalities as, um, appropriate for them. Um, so some, my, some of my students, I will, um, refer to some of the things I was able to do that were lower cost. Yeah. You know, I just love how some of our solutions, 
or possibilities for humanity are outside the box, outside the norm of what we know and already know and how we think. Sometimes you've got to use that brain power to really go out beyond for what's wanted and needed. So I just love uh, that you just shared that. Is there anything else that you wanna share with us about that or anything else? Um, so, well, I, I will say that I started running again. I've, wow. So I had stopped running for, for a time. And uh, when I was living back in, in Boston, I started running again. Mm. And I've now uh, run two 5Ks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can barely walk up the steps. God bless you. Congratulations. You <laughs> cannot be stopped, girl. You are one unstoppable human being. I am a force. <laughs> yes, you are. Come on. I love it. Well, Kristen, I've certainly enjoyed having this conversation with you. Um, in, in closing, uh, I want to ask you two questions. Uh, what is it that you love about your life? And what is it that you love about where you are right now in your life? So what do you love about your life? And what do you love about where you are right now in your life? What I love about my life is that I am adventurous mm. and daring. Mm. And I, I left, so I'll give you an example. I left Boston uh, in the midst of the pandemic. I worked at my job in Boston and when we were able to work remotely, I worked remotely for my job in Boston. Oh. And then I moved again. And now I live in Washington, DC. So I took the, the bold step to be here. Um, and I did that with the express purpose in mind to really work and create a world that works for people with disabilities. Oh. And so I really love that I was willing to move here. And when Boston said, hey, uh, we need to come back to campus now. I said, that's great. More power to you. <laughs> I'm, uh, if, if I can't do my job remotely anymore, then I'm sorry, I'm not coming back. And um, what's, what's really, what's, what's going on now is just so exciting. I'm actually working actively on my memoir. Um, I expect it to be completed and available to the public in 2022 and sharing my healing journey with the world and not only what's worked for me, but what might work for them. Like I'm really, I'm, I'm very compassionate and I really want other people to you know, not only not just learn about, but be open to um, seeing how some of the other healing modalities that I've tried might be able to help them. 
Wow. Makes me cry. Thank you so much for being here. When that memoir is done, make sure you call me so you can come back. You know, really, God bless you. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for listening to this inspiring, touching, moving, really transformational conversations with Kristen Tracy. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Sheila Speaks. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.